Hello, everyone. Brittany here. A couple things to talk about before we jump right into the episode. Um, first, I want to say that we are still doing the barn special. So we are looking to gain a thousand new followers on Twitter. And when we reach that goal, we will be doing a special episode in a barn, maybe live, uh, hopefully interviewing at least one horse. Um, so if you like our show and you like what we're doing and you want to support us, uh, the best thing you can do is tell other people about our show and tell them to follow us on Twitter, and then we can have a special episode. So uh, would really appreciate that. Um, also, because of this little note at the beginning, I've moved the disclaimer to the end. So um, original content, do not steal, please, and thank you. We also have merch now. So if you want to support us at here at Cl- Classics, you can go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash shop and find all kinds of great items from all shows on the network, including our own. We have four items up there in the shop right now. We've got two different t-shirts and two different sticker options. So check those out. So this isn't really a huge note, but I just wanted to say that this episode was recorded back in June um, when we had the opportunity to record an episode at CAM. We really jumped on it and wanted to share that. And this is before that. So uh, listen to it. Uh, the quality is a little different, but hopefully we'll be back at CAM and recording more episodes of the podcast soon. So before we get into it, I just really wanted to say um, that during the duration of this movie that we created, we created some characters that we hope we've approached with sensitivity. As you'll hear in the episode, we created Justin, the lost princess, and the non-binary character Diamond. Both of these characters fall outside of our personal experiences of gender, so we hope we've treated the trans community with respect during our show. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the episode. My name is Jessica, and I have a degree in equine studies. And my name is Brittany, and I have a degree in film and television. And we're going to make a bad horse movie. Yeah. Welcome back to Cult Classics. Welcome. Welcome to my laboratory. (laughs) We're going to make a Frankenstein movie. (laughs) A horse Frankenstein. A horse Frankenstein. Every trope I've ever thought of is going into this creation. Just all of them all together. (laughs) But like all the the like really bad, like we're talking like young adult ones and then like the horse one, like Uh the tropes of like horse movies made by people that don't know horses. Uh Uh-huh. So they always have them go up and do the thing and the the noises. And and they have $3. Right. And (laughs) overall, this production has $3. $3, yes. Yeah. And at least one of those has to be spent on a pizza (laughs) to feed everybody. (laughs) You find a $1 pizza anywhere? The trash can. (laughs) (laughs) Go dumpster diving. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, before we get into the horse movie making, yeah. for today only, I have a sp- prepared a special game. I thought you were going to say a spell, and I was like, <laughs> I'm ready. Give me give me your dark biddings that you do. <laughs> In the horse net. <laughs> the horse net. There's got to be, if there's a dark net for everything, there's got to uh, be a dark horse net. Probably. But it's probably just pictures of dark horses. <laughs> This one's black. This one's a really deep brown. <laughs> this is a mahogany. No, wait, that's not a horse. 
That's a piece of wood. How did this get here? It's a carving of a horse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the AI misidentified it as a horse. <laughs> Put it on the wrong server. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Okay. So I was a little bit of backstory. I was scrolling Instagram a while ago. A while yeah. ago. Um, and I came across an ad for um this is for the Olympic Games in Tokyo. Sure. Um they have jumping, horse jumping as one of the games. Yeah. And so this is like their list of people who were kind of in the running to be part of Team USA for the Olympics. Yeah. But it's like not everybody's gonna be part of it. Yeah. But as I watched this ad, I went, which one's the person name and which one's the horse name? Good. So I'm we ready. have a game. The game is called Horse or Human. Horse or Human. Play along at home, folks. <laughs> Play along at home. So I'm gonna start with I I, I put them in order okay. of of the, the, these ones you should be able to figure out. Oh. <laughs> but. I think you have high hopes for my intelligence, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, so these are the two names. You have to figure out which one's the horse and which one's the human. Mm-hmm. So Austria to Gazelle with the number two mm-hmm. and Kent Farrington. Okay, well, I'm going to make an assumption here and hope that we haven't reached the generation of people with numbers in their names and say that Kent is the human. Yes, you okay. are correct. At some point that will happen. We're, yeah. we're going to run out of baby names and people are going to be forced to put numbers in like <laughs> usernames on Neopets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Club Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Mm-hmm. Benny's Legacy Crystalline Just a Gamble. Okay. Is one name. Right. Adrian Sternlicht. Okay. Um, Adrian is the human name. Yes. Okay. Yes. And also, I apologize in advance to these international people for butchering their last names, because I think that one was German, because oh. it's Licht. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one. Mm-hmm. Bliss hears antidote de Mars. <laughs> okay. Repeat that again slowly so that everyone can comprehend what my brain just tried to comprehend. <laughs> you should have seen her face. <laughs> I think I buffered for a second there. Okay. Bliss hears hear okay. like hears as in like I hear you. Well, it's spelled H E E R S. Okay. Okay. That. Helps. I imagine it's hers and not hers. But yeah, I think with a double E, it's going to be hers. Yeah. An antidote de Mars. I'm. I'm hoping. Okay. That antidote is the horse. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to meet a person named antidote just yet in my <laughs> lifetime. Okay. Okay. Next how, one. How many more do you have? Uh, hang on. Because I'm doing okay so far. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven more. Okay. All right. Well, I got to mark my score. So what am I? Okay. I'm three for one, two, three. Yeah. So far you've gotten three correct. Okay. And we got seven more. All right. Okay. We're not a good percentage yet. So (laughs) I got to hit four, I think. Yeah. I'm 100% going to butcher this one. Okay. Um, Well, not this one. The next, the second name. Sure. McLean Ward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Contagious Azur Casper Van Hillenhoff. <laughs> you just think it sounds like a person name because it sounds like a long German name. <laughs> kind of. There's there's better ones at the end. I put the easier ones at the beginning. You said the first one is McCain? McLean. McLean? Yes. That sounds like a person's yes. name. Yes. McLean yeah. Ward is the person. 
It sounds like a rich person's name, uh, but it does sound like a person's name. Yeah. Just funny because it's, it's, so it's contagious and the H is, is just an HH by itself. Okay. Contagious HH Azure Casper Van Het Helena. Isn't there a limit to horse names? <laughs> That's what I thought. Thoroughbreds, thoroughbreds. These are jumping oh. horses. So they can, so, their registered names can be whatever the heck you want. A whole different ball game. Yes, this I is did a- not realize we were playing hardball now. <laughs> That's that was what literally that was what I was going through in my head. Like there's a limit to names, but they can be longer. Uh, right. Yeah. And and that's why I was like, OK, I think I can guess based on length. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Not in this one. Well, I've got four. So okay. we've got six more. OK. I, I said I said I needed to reach. How many did you have? So I think there's ten, 10 total. So I know I need to get five before I'm like. <laughs> out of woods. Uh-huh. OK, next one. Yeah. BZ Madden. Britling I'm just gonna <laughs> give up on that one. I don't know if that's a person's name because you gave up. <laughs> um, wait, what was the first name? BZ Madden. BZ BZ? It's B-E-E-Z-I-E. Oh, because I was gonna say if it was B-E-Z-E-Z-Y, uh. it would have been like a play on Yeezy. Oh. <laughs> and Madden is Matt like a Madden. Yeah. Like I would have if if it would have been Yeezy Madden, I would have been like, "That's a horse name," <laughs> because that is that is a horse rider who is also a jock and sports fan. And sports fan. Yeah. Um, I'm still gonna say that's the horse name, and I feel like that's wrong, but yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. It's. I have to commit to it. Okay. Yeah. No, because it's. I don't even know how to easy. Yeah. Britling L.S. Chick Hindi Heron Court Garant. I think is. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably another language. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we getting to the good ones now? Oh, one one more that was like not quite as this one's also kind of an easy one, I think. Balu du Reventen Mimte Virvi Lerive. The more you say these names like this, I'm just gonna assume it's the horse name. Because <laughs> they're hard to say. Because they're hard to say and you're not doing a good job. <laughs> and Brian Moger. I would love to meet a horse named Brian, but that's absolutely a person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got that one. All right. So far, I've only missed one. Yeah. This is new for me. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting to the little bit harder ones. Oh, no, that one's easy, too. Dang it. There's there's some at the end that I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Next one is Laura Kraut and Balutanu Kanfu Goldwyn. Those are both very odd names, but kind of. Laura Kraut makes me think of Laura Croft. Okay. But I also think that's a person's name. Yes, that's okay. the person's name. Next one mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Jessica Springsteen. Okay. And Don Juan Van de Dokenhoff Zilsili. I mean, I'm I'm hoping Jessica is the person. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Again, I've never met a horse named Jessica, but I would like to. <laughs> I would like to. I think you two would have a good connection. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Next is. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> the next horse is. <laughs> Lucy de Lauriers. Okay. And Hester. Okay, well, I'm going to make an assumption here that Hester is the horse. <laughs> yes. Okay. It is. Because the horses deserve last names too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Every horse that doesn't have a last name, you can have George's. I don't know who George is, but um, you can just take his. Take his. He's not using it. So Hester gets George's last yeah. name? George Costanza. <laughs> Oh, what? No, 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 no. Everybody listening that understands what I just said, turn your device off and go to bed. <laughs> You're too old. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Okay. Last one. Last one. Devin Ryan. Mm-hmm. Eddie Blue. Oh, no. It's the, <laughs> it's the hardest one. Yeah. Okay. Repeat that. Devin Ryan. Devin Ryan. Mm-hmm. Eddie Blue. Eddie Blue. I wouldn't want to meet a horse named Devin, so I'm going to say that's a person. Oh, you got it right. All right. I'm just going Dang to make off of vibes. Yeah. I missed one. 90%, Yay. baby. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the the it was very it was a very quick yeah. run through and they didn't keep the like person name horse name in the same spot Spot, yeah so i started going wait wait which one (laughs) which one's the horse and which one's the person yeah now that last one was good that Mm. one i feel like you could just like whip out and be like hey which one is which yeah (laughs) to a random stranger on the street and they'd be like i don't know anything about horses (laughs) how did you you asking how did you get in my car (laughs) (laughs) this is not cash cab That's a throwback. <laughs> All right. Do you want to okay. explain what we're doing or do you want me to explain what we're you doing? Go ahead. Okay. So uh, we are doing a modified version of cult classics today uh, like we did recently um, where we already generated the movie title before we got on this show. So we've got some options. Um we, we uh, ended up with four titles, and mm-hmm. I had Siri pick. Mm-hmm. So Siri picked two of these. Do you want to do mm-hmm. this one or this one? <laughs> do the first okay, one. Okay, <laughs> we're going to do this first one, which the title... Let me read this title without... I'm, I'm going to read it in my most professional voice. Okay. So, uh, coming this fall, construction outlaw Justin, the lost princess. <laughs> I just we we had a meltdown earlier because I think what makes it really good is construction outlaw. Yes. But Justin's also a lost princess. Just in case you didn't just know. Tacking that on there. It's very important. I think this feels kind of like our Hallmark movies. Because <laughs> a lost princess is very Hallmark. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so um I think we need to decide setting. Okay. Is Justin a construction outlaw in the Old West <laughs> or in 2020? Well, not 2020. You wouldn't be able to do anything in 2020. That's what I'm, no, that's what would be the time to be a construction outlaw because oh, no I one guess. was doing any construction. And so you're like, I'm, <laughs> no one's taking care of these streets. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Honestly, my first the first thing that I thought of when I heard construction outlaw was just some random guy going around building buildings without in, a permit with just just and like but like not even ones that necessarily make sense or are sure. helpful just, just like just, little huts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just you know what? I think the middle of this forest needs a skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're going like hardcore. I was thinking right here. like a like a you know a just a hut. Oh, <laughs> or like a, a log cabin or something <laughs> that doesn't like that's not on their property. Yeah, 
I think there's a lot of things you can do with construction outlaw. When we first started talking about it, I immediately thought of the guys who either do something to make the council fix the road mm-hmm. or they just fix the road. Like the, mm-hmm. and by road, I mean like potholes mm-hmm. typically is like major potholes or people yeah. that have like installed illegal stop signs Oh, or traffic lights. Uh-huh. Well, I don't think I've ever seen an installation of an illegal traffic yeah. light. I've seen like people take down traffic, traffic lights. lights, but like I've seen people put up stop signs at like three way intersections because there wasn't any signage and it kept causing crashes. Uh, so they're like, we're going to fix it ourselves. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought of. Okay. The the funniest thing I've ever seen for someone trying to get the city council to fix a pothole is I think they put a bunch of fish in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they turn this into a pond. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, that'll do it. That or they um they drew rude images oh. right around it. Uh-huh. And so immediately got fixed. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was thinking as far as like construction outlaw. Mm-hmm. But also if we, like, went with the the style of what people think an outlaw is, because no one says any more outlaw. They say, yeah, like, no. fugitive or bad guy. Yeah, I don't even know if we really have a term for it anymore. Well, outlaw is a fugitive. Right. But, but I'm saying, like, a colloquial term that people use often. Yeah. I don't know if there's one that people, like, use anymore. Yeah, probably not. I think our our system has changed, too, as uh-huh. far as, like, I think a lot of things that, like, outlaws did uh-huh. is either just, like, considered now, like, civil disobedience mm. or something that people, like, on parole might do or something right, like yeah. that. So as far as, like, the structure of it, mm-hmm. running from the law doesn't really mean running from a singular individual anymore. Right, you yeah. Know? It's just, like, a whole systematic thing. Yeah. Um. But as far as, like construction outlaw there's a lot of things that that could be applicable to if we're talking about like modern uh-huh it's like if you don't build your building with the right permits yeah. or you rent out your garage and you don't yeah. have like a, a certificate of occupancy yeah you're uh, breaking the law right yeah so as far as like the technicalities of it we could do mm-hmm. a lot but i think if this is like this is a comedy yeah for sure oh yeah 100 so is it like a like a slapstick style? Com- is it like a Wallace and Gromit comedy? <laughs> hmm. Or is it like a like a Jim Carrey comedy? Because I feel like this has a little bit of like a Jim Carrey vibes. Okay. How just, so? Just like the idea of a man going around like installing stop signs <laughs> in places that either they shouldn't be or that like they weren't approved to be. Uh-huh. Is very funny to me. <laughs> And like, because I feel like, I feel like what this, this section of title, right? This before colon and after colon situation is the construction outlaw Justin is a singular entity. Right. Justin was already a construction outlaw. This is not an origin story of his construction outlaw. No. But the lost princess. Right. Is the story. Right. So. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody has to find him and Uh think. What are you doing? Right. And then be like, you look a lot like the lost princess. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. It's a, it's it's tangled. Right. Except for Flynn is also <laughs> Rapunzel. <laughs> that's what it is, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't think I want it to be modern then. I think you either want to go like past mm-hmm. or future. Okay. Or like alternate reality. So like steampunk. Right. Okay. Just because like I've seen a lot of things 
Um, well, not a lot of things, but I've seen a few like sh- TV shows and stuff where they kind of do like because royalty is not really that much of a thing anymore. As far there's, as modern, well, right, except for if you watch those Vanessa Hudgens Hallmark movies, <laughs> right? But that's not what I'm saying. Is like in the real world, there's really not very many countries that are ruled by monarchy anymore, right? So if we were going like modern, it would like, be adjacent, right? But if we did like alternate reality, modern, like Princess Diaries, or the, oh, sure, where it's like, oh, there are places that are still ruled by monarchy, but I feel like either going past or future would be. Yeah. Interesting. Future would be... Future could be fun. Fun. Because then, like, the, the construction could be even easier. Okay. Because there's, like, new tools and stuff yeah. to be able to build buildings within a matter of, you know, like, a day or so instead of it taking weeks. Yeah. I was thinking, like, you could do, like, nanobots yeah. or something like that. Right. And I feel like... I feel like that's very Blade Runner. We could do, okay. like, a Blade Runner style of... So, Blade Runner... Blade Runner? <laughs> Blade Runner, I think, and I don't think this is a hot take. I think this is a very cold take. Um, but <laughs> if you look at it from a perspective of like, it's not its own original thing, it's essentially a noir. Okay. Um, and I've seen plenty of academics even call it a neon noir. Okay. So it's a sci-fi noir, essentially. Uh-huh. I think that we could do like that twisting of the genre or combining uh-huh. of genres right. to do like a like a outlaw western sci-fi. Uh, yeah. Because I'm thinking we need to have a horse. Right. Obviously. I think if Justin rides a horse. Right. As an outlaw. Yeah. That right? makes sense. It makes sense. Now we've got two options here. Does the horse help with the construction? <laughs> Does the horse help with the construction? That's not what I was thinking. Sorry. I was thinking is it a real horse or is it a cyber horse? Oh. You know? Because if you did something like it's a robotic horse or whatever, mm-hmm. if we wanted to pull in a little bit of the like l- match some magic, uh-huh. not there's certain things that some sci fi's do that I'm like, this is so fantasy uh-huh. adjacent, but you're you're putting enough verbiage on it to make it not be magic. Right. But like the soul of a horse uh-huh. is inside this robot. What if? Uh-huh. Horse android or not android? Um, what's the one that's like part human, part cyborg? Cyborg. There we go. Okay. No, well, android would be cool too. Android would be. But cool. that's kind of in the same vein of what I was saying. Yeah. It's like it's not like a real horse. The right. soul of a horse is in there, but right. it maybe looks like a horse or right. kind kind yeah. of has a horse. I feel like outside horse cyborg is so intriguing to me. Because, like, that, to me, that feels like we've finally come up with the technology that we can help horses that have been injured in ways that typically would have meant death mm-hmm. for them in the past because we didn't have any way to fix it. Because, well, I think I've mentioned this before, but it's like, horses have to have all four of their legs yeah. to survive. Like, they can't be three-legged like dogs can yeah. or cats or whatever just because of the way their body structure is. So that's always been one of the things that's been so devastating is when a horse has a major leg injury, it's like, yeah, well, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> you know, so there's not much more we can do. Why are there not horse prosthetics? Because I've seen elephant prosthetics. I've seen, you know, like what's what is holding that back? That's a good question that I do not know the answer to. Okay, so but I don't want to do a good Google. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of why I was so excited about horse cyborg, because it's yeah. like it's 
prosthetics, basically, but yeah. like mechanical, like well, very, very obviously like mechanical, sure, robot-y sure. looking. I think the other thing you could do with like, again, using the sci-fi element of it is uh-huh. that it's like hooked up to the nervous system. Right. And like, because with prosthetics, it's just, a, it's an attachment. Uh-huh. It's not an integration. That might be what's the problem is I think they have to integrate it because just the way horses move is so specific mm-hmm. that they they have to be able to move all of their legs. It's yeah. not just that they need all four of them to stand on, yeah. but the way that they move, the way that they, what is it, their locomotion. Yeah. <laughs> Ha- like each leg either moves individually mm-hmm. or in tandem with another. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so specific. Like, I think that they have to, you would have to have it actually hooked in, which I think we're coming, we're getting to where we're getting close to that kind of technology. I've seen like people, like human arms and stuff that they're managed to hook into the nerves that they can actually like control it with their brain. Yeah. Um, isn't there also something, I think you've talked about this before, has to do with, like, blood circulation? hmm So I think that that's something like that, right? Of, like, yeah. integrating the blood circulation yeah. through the horse, through mm-hmm. this cybernetic attachment yeah. would be would be the explanation for why we have a cyborg horse in the first place. Right. Of, like, you know, using this technology. Yeah. Now you know what are in the future, <laughs> you know? Right. But I do like this idea of just, like, building bombing. Essentially, okay. just yeah. like chucking Throwing up something. Yeah, in. like a, you know, whatever this like cybernetic package is uh-huh. and it explodes into a skyscraper uh-huh. or something. I like that a lot. There's, I feel like I saw like an animated kids movie recently that was basically had those kind of things where it's like they had, yeah, you could throw something and it would turn into a building or you could, I don't know, use like a ray gun to turn, to make, to build something or whatever. Yeah. I think that that could be, I mean, I think if we integrate nanobots, something Uh like that, I think if we wanted to do a little backstory, I think Uh it could be like a, a, an employee of a building company, (laughs) right? Like that develop these building bombs Uh to let corporations build their factories faster. Right. Was like, no, anti-capitalism and stole the designs (laughs) Uh and the horse what if yeah it was that they came up with some sort of technology that was turned into whatever this is like Mm. they're the original creators of the technology yeah and then it got taken from them because they worked for a corporation yeah you don't own anything um (laughs) We're gonna have some hot takes Sorry. this episode. Sorry. No, I mean um, please. This is a this is a very a welcoming space. Oh boy. <laughs> um but and so they watched it turn into something like bad, like building more factories that are polluting the environment mm-hmm. or exploiting people or whatever exactly it is. And so they're like in the dark of the night, they steal all of the, you yeah. know, things and destroy the the computer that has yeah. the technology backed up in it or whatever. Put, like, and, a worm in the system or something. Yeah. And here's a thought. If we're doing this anti-capitalist take, <laughs> I think the oops. idea... Oops. <laughs> oops. I think the idea of, like, taking back, right, mm-hmm. is great. But the building bombing wouldn't just be uh, aimless. It mm. could be, like, making... Um, environments for communities mm-hmm. that were displaced, that were ha- yeah. houseless, and essentially yeah. building like this 
I don't know, not commune, but like community style. If uh-huh. we're going skyscrap- skyscraper, I cannot. <laughs> Skyscrapers. <laughs> Skyscrapers. That's what they're called. They're called skyscrapers because it's go. scrappy. It's scrappy. Um, but That's the old technology. Nobody does that anymore. Well, I think the thing is, you, aesthetically, you could make it feel scappy because it's right. like they're not, it's not going to be polished because there's no firmware updates to these buildings yeah, kind of yeah. deal. But what I, that's what I was thinking too is, is making the buildings quote unquote off the grid, even uh-huh. though we're in the city, right. because the buildings that are built by these nanobots mm-hmm. are uh have, like they're they're like Tesla cars. Like the smart homes? Yeah. Like uh-huh. they have to be updated. They're linked uh-huh. to a, a smart alarm system. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. you're not a registered citizen, you right. can't get in. Right. And so the people that lose their homes become unregistered citizens. Uh-huh. And so then when they, so then when these buildings pop up, anybody yeah. can get in right. except for corporate yeah. shills, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's that one thing that he could program oh, into right. it. Yeah. Of being like, well, you can't enter because yeah. you have an ID card. Right. <laughs> you know, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but again, I think this is all like, the first half of the movie. Right, yeah. Because I think something needs to happen with, like, a community moves into one of these mm-hmm. skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. And then something has to happen a la, like, Tangled Plot mm-hmm. of they find, they figure out that Justin's the last <laughs> princess. <laughs> and we go on this adventure. Uh-huh. I don't know how to, like, because there's a bunch of different ways that, like, the Lost Princess trope Mm kind of occurs. Again, I really can only think of Tangled right now, which is, like, she doesn't discover that she's the Lost Princess Mm -mm. until quite near the end. Yeah. She's already on a journey of self-discovery. Right. Whereas I don't feel like Justin would care. (laughs) No. (laughs) Probably not. So. Um, What if Justin agrees to help? somebody sure. look for the lost princess sure and then through the series of adventures they suddenly all realize that it is him yeah i love that okay so are we thinking like a singular individual or a group because i those dynamics are different they are both i love them both mm-hmm. i feel like something with like if we're referencing blade runner uh-huh. as a example of a like a squashing of, of yeah. genres mm-hmm. i believe it is like lone individual mm-hmm. seeks out this like fulfilling this job because if, uh-huh. it's been a while since i've watched blade runner uh-huh. but it's like a detective is trying to figure out or find locate these replicants mm-hmm. on his own he doesn't mm-hmm. have a partner he doesn't mm-hmm. have anything and um he goes through like a crisis of faith Okay. During this journey, and uh-huh. like he's hunting, essentially hunting down like different replicants, uh-huh. but there's never like a buddy cop uh-huh. or like a group dynamic. It uh-huh. is a singular because it's a noir. You're Typically right. in a noir, the PI does all the stuff right. on their own. Right. Runs into a femme fatale, which yeah. we definitely have in Blade Runner, right. and like all that stuff. Like you run into characters that uh-huh. facilitate the story, but aren't necessarily they like fall along the yeah, whole way. Yeah. So. I feel like it'd be kind of interesting if, like, it was kind of a little bit Anastasia where um, Mm. this person is looking for the Lost Princess because of the reward money. Sure. And runs into Justin and is like, hey, why don't you help me with this? Yeah. 
Um, but in this case, it could be more of just like you have a cool cyborg horse that yeah. will end what you know about the corporations to get around things or whatever. Yeah. So you'd be a good like sidekick help. Yeah. Rather than I think you look like the lost princess. Right. Who can con them into it. <laughs> yeah. I think that makes sense if we're talking about like how, you know, buildings will be locked down. Uh huh. All of registered citizens. Right. Um, and I think it's if we're talking about the Anastasia analogy, it's uh-huh. it's like um, Dimitri's ability to forge passports and stuff right. out of right there in Russia, right? Yes, I was gonna say somewhere else, and I was forgot words yeah. entirely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that makes sense. So maybe it's like maybe maybe it's in the style of like. I'm going to use this as an example, and I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but Leverage, which is a group. Now, Leverage is more of the group and less of the singular that we're Uh talking about. But Leverage is a a TV show about a group of thieves that end up doing thievery for good. It's very Robin Hood-esque. Okay. Um, But they're like, they're not technically good people. Right. Because they've done some bad things, Uh and at the start, they're just... Thieves. They're right. not like thieves for good at the start. They're right. just thieves. Right. So that idea of like this this other character that approaches Justin is uh-huh. not going to be like, sir. Oh yeah, no. Please help me find the lost princess. Yeah, no. So it's going to be more of like a scrappy. Like you uh-huh. like the character for their charm, not uh-huh. because they're a good person. Right. Exactly. And I feel like it'd be really interesting to like have the movie. Be mostly perspective Justin. Sure. But Justin isn't the main person. Like, Justin's like the sidekick, almost, in this duo. And I feel like you never get that. It's always the focus is on whoever the main person is looking for whatever. And so not only is Justin the sidekick, Justin (laughs) is also the The Lost Lost Princess. Princess. Justin gives me, like, quiet rebel punk vibes, Uh and I really dig it a Uh lot. Um, I think that the idea, like, they could wear, like, the the cowboy Uh sci-fi costume design is always, like, duster, but Mm -hmm. with, like, a phaser or something like that. And, oh, so good. I'm really, I I don't know, maybe it's, like, a hacker. No, I don't think it can be a hacker, because Justin has to do the hacking. So the side, this character looking for the lost princess. Right. Trying to think of like what their shtick is. Well, I would imagine that they're just like a con, a con man. Yeah, yeah. like obviously, like I said, we're not going exactly Anastasia, but just that idea of like they're just in it for the money. Yeah, and maybe they have some semi good like motive for wanting the money. Sure, but they'll do it at any cost to right. get the money, whether or not like they're not necessarily doing it sincerely. Yeah. The, like, the focus is the money, even though the money may be to, I don't know, rehouse their grandma who's, yeah. you know, 84 and has some, I don't know, health condition. Right. <laughs> Smog. <laughs> I was going to say COPD, so, like, that makes sense. That's right. Um, I think that... This- and their little sister. Yeah, I love it. So it's like, it's like you, you're charmed by them, but mm-hmm. also you're like, whoa, slow down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Diamond was the name I was thinking of. Okay. Because it feels a little sci-fi. Uh-huh. Uh, without it being too... On the nose. On the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm here for it. Okay. So Justin and Diamond. Diamond. I think that's fun. Now, the question is, do we go the route of the, like, when this discovery of Justin is the lost princess, Uh does Diamond go, no, wait, I'm in love with you? (laughs) Nah. Okay. No love story in this So no love story. But do they feel any kind of, like... I don't know, because I'm wondering if it if it becomes this, like, we figure this out. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, you're mm-hmm. the lost princess. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I can't give you up for the reward money because we found out that the monarchy is very bad. Because oh. if we're talking about, like, structure, like, uh-huh. pre-existing structures being not inherently evil, but not um, kind of conducive to a... Uh, uh, quality of life, mm-hmm. right? A monarchy is also going to be on the, right, the yeah. hit list. <laughs> unless, unless, unless it's not like the term lost princess is like being a, a princess is like some means something else oh. in this society. Okay. I don't know how far you're willing to deviate from. I just think it would be funny. Okay. <laughs> And and not like I don't want to I don't want to come across as like rude. I think that there are many variations on like how it could be funny, right? But like I just think it would be funny to have a monarchy in a sci-fi society, right? Of yeah. being like we don't need this. <laughs> this is not helpful. This at all. is useless. <laughs> um, I don't know how to. First of all, I'm trying to think of like a way to do this in a way that's not like Jupiter ascending, oh. <laughs> which is you're the you're the reincarnation of the queen. And also Earth is a, a farm and you're like, huh? <laughs> what? 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 It, I love Jupiter ascending with my uh-huh. whole heart. I know. But it, it, it is something else. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to think of like a reason why either Justin doesn't know that he's the lost princess. Uh-huh. Or, or, uh-huh, or, yeah, they realize and they turn him in without him, like, realizing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it turns bad. So it's a rescue mission. Right. So then they, so then Diamond's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I messed up. Oops. I might might have a conscience after all. Yeah. And goes and rescues Justin mm. from whatever happens. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I feel like that's pretty good. But I really, I think this horse needs a name. Okay. Is, Is it, it just a bunch of numbers? <laughs> one zero zero zero. Is it just binary zero, code? Zero. Is the horse's name binary? <gasps> yeah. Is it? I think it would be funny to have a horse named Binary and then a non-binary <laughs> character. I wasn't sure if that was okay. Or I, the, okay, I don't think the horse is going to be transphobic. <laughs> I think horses get a pass. <laughs> yeah, I think that that could be a fun way of like, if we if we put more focus on the horse. The reason I was thinking to be yeah. the horse is to be like, okay, we want to start to build this horse character so that diamond and binary can have a connection uh, yeah so then we go on the rescue mission it's right like, i know you don't trust me or whatever right. yeah, yeah, yeah pulling those horse tropes it's kind of a, yeah that and like a little bit of the the max and flynn oh right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is funny because because flynn is i was equating to justin uh-huh i don't think that's the case anymore no. i think it is closer to diamond, diamond yeah that's what it is. So <laughs> Justin is also Rapunzel. <laughs> just fully, just fully Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Just hasn't been locked in a tower, just builds towers. <laughs> Can Justin have very long blonde hair? 
<laughs> just for my own aesthetic choices. Yes, please. <laughs> I am here for it. And definitely like a, you know, a yeah. nice, what's the Stetson. That's yes. what I was thinking of. With some little like lights on the. I don't think it needs lights. <laughs> it's got to be something cool and techy. That's the thing is I think that if you do sci-fi cowboy aesthetic, you can get away with just the costume design being mostly cowboy. Mm, yeah, no, I know. But <laughs> just- like. My brain went. What? <laughs> Brim cam. Like a dash cam. <laughs> it's not a taxi. <laughs> he's got to record everything that goes on for legal purposes. <laughs> so, he, so he has ammo later when they try to sue him. Sure. Sure. But Proof I think that they're bad. It wouldn't be like a GoPro on his hat. I think it would be like those like little, yeah. little lenses along yeah. the outside of the the yeah. wrap. The, yeah, the, like, band around yeah. the... I should know the technical... Te- technical terms for the parts of the hat, but I do not. I, I don't think you went to cowboy hat school. <laughs> I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say, out of the things that you did, I don't think you went to cowboy hat school. No, but I did learn the proper way to, like, hold a cowboy hat. Sure. Apparently, you're not actually ever supposed to hold it by the brim. Okay. Because it, like, bends it out of shape. You either hold it by the top, mm-hmm. like, you take it off your head by the top, and then once you've taken it off, like, you can put your hand inside of it or hang it on a hook, but mm-hmm. like, you don't hold it by the brim. That I learned at a camp I worked at. All right. So now everybody knows how to be a proper cowboy. <laughs> how to be a proper cowboy. Always take your hat off from the top. The part that's, like, on your head itself, not the brim. That's why it's dented at the top. It's handholds. It really is, though. <laughs> okay, so how do we how do we feel about construction outlaw Justin the Lost I Princess? I love everything about okay. it. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Good. Good. All right, so that's a cult classic. Yes, it is. Um, we are part of the Pocket Podcast Network, which has some other great shows, uh... Like our fairly new show, Pokemakers. Pokemakers, yeah. Always a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I wanted to especially thank Gwen from Green Mountain Mysteries. She helped a little bit with the uh, generating of this title. Yeah. She threw out some random words for us. Yeah. Um, so listen to Green Mountain Mysteries. Aren't they? I feel like something big is happening right now with them, I don't know when this episode is coming out. That's fair. So it doesn't. Does this listen so to Green Mountain Mysteries? Listen to Green Mountain Mysteries. It's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Cult Classics PPN. Um, we kind of went a little vague with character descriptions, mm. so uh, and character ideas. Mm-hmm. So tweet us casting ideas if you want, or your OC that's in this Ooh. sci-fi cowboy universe. I love it. It's like a little bit hope punk in there, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah. Um, but you can use the hashtag CC casting ideas, or you can just add us. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, make a Google Doc <laughs> and send it to me specifically. <laughs> but it has to be on Twitter with a GIF. <clears throat> that is the only way I will accept it. Uh, okay, you, you, you've heard the rules now. Yeah. Um, we'd like to thank Jason Shaw of Audionautics for the use of our intro and outro music. And that's a wrap. Straight from the horse's mouth. 
Disclaimer. The conceptual treatment of a motion picture created during the duration of this audio program is not intended to represent a presently published fictional narrative. The story, all names, characters, and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, and products is intended or should be inferred. Original concepts devised during the extent of the audio program are creative property of cult classics. Any usage of current or previous cult classic concepts outside of the aforementioned audio program must include appropriate acknowledgments by the utilizing party. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.